Mobile games are a young and new form of gaming, but they seem to have a ton of issues with ad inflation, cloning, and general false advertising. These issues leave a bad taste in players' mouths that end up having an adverse effect on small mobile developers. Welcome back to Indie Fever. I'm Travis Lefevre, and let's talk about mobile games today. For today's episode, we are joined by Mika Harientausta. He's been a developer for mobile devices for five years and is currently working on a game called Spell Slingers. Mika, welcome to the show and all the way from Finland at that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's it's really nice to be invited. So with being like in the business, what are some of the um I guess you could say differences between making games specifically for a mobile device as opposed to something for a actual like like a console, like a PlayStation or a PC, or yeah. Well, uh, w- one thing that I know is the same, which is that making games is uh, hard, <laughs> really hard. No, no matter what platform it is. Um, but uh, approaches uh, can be a bit different, of course, uh, when we compare uh, mobile games with. Uh, AAA or yeah, AAA console or PC games, because in those games it usually shines through, or, or the market uh, is filled with games that are uh, filled with uh, physical or not physical, but uh, like visual content uh, and a mm-hmm. lot of it. And you can see that like they they have a, a big house of uh, maybe artists working on some cool stuff. And uh, I feel like in mobile development there. Is not that big of an like art departments in studios or games that we see on mobile are done uh, most of them with a lesser amount of uh, groundwork. Yeah, if if you can call it that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that um, when it comes to mobile gaming, there is kind of a stigma against it. And I don't know if it's necessarily like this huge, big crowd that's like up in arms against them, but I have mm-hmm. noticed that there is kind of like a negative angle taken towards them. Is there anything that you want to address in terms of that? Yeah, or I would like to maybe ask also for you, uh, how do you see or what is the stigma about? Because for me, as I said, uh, I don't have a stigma against like mobile games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you ask, like, do I like, uh, because there are things that I, like uh, I have seen issues in some like development uh, practices, but I don't think that they are only uh, something that is in uh, mobile games. So in that sense, if I'm <laughs> doing criticism, it might not be just towards that. Uh, but yeah, what was the question? <laughs> uh, I was talking about like the negative stigma that some people have, and on yeah, that, yeah, what I've. More specifically, I guess to help like, clarify, some mm-hmm. things that I've personally noticed and that I've seen people complain about are the overusage of ads. And sometimes when those ads are overused, the ads themselves are poorly made or they are a poor representation of the game being advertised. Yeah. Like, um, that's, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> because ad, ads, are, ads are a big part of like mobile game community. Oh, or, yes. Or and they, I they, totally they, understand. They, like, like, the usage uh, how, how of the, ads, you guys know, yeah. gotta make that money, but like for some, how it seems works. like it's overdone. Yeah, 
and that's uh, I, I believe that uh, it will also show in the end of like uh, how people behave so uh, like the mobile ads also lose more value uh, if they don't serve uh, the users or the people who are presented the ads as well mm-hmm. so <clears throat> in a, in a consumer like world i believe that uh, <laughs> uh, practices show and they will like make it more better from their mm-hmm. point uh, when it comes to like game business or like most of the games uh, are monetized with the ads also like showing ads or there's mm-hmm. like two sides that we can talk about like the uh, make making of ads for your mobile game and then like uh, showing that ads in everywhere or not they are actually really pinpointing or good ad campaigns do well with pinpointing like they know like who are the customers that actually like are interested in this game and mm-hmm. then there are companies who make the ua like a really weirdly or they like uh, maybe they have a game that like generally works with many kind of people so they can just do kind of spam ua and a lot of people uh who probably wouldn't like care to see the ad will be seeing it yeah i've seen some very <sighs> weird ads for um certain like games like um mm. I've been on. I've been very much on the uh, Yahtzee grind on my phone for the yeah. last couple of days, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean that game has ads that pop up every now and again, which is like fine, you know. I get that, mm-hmm. and but the thing is, like some of them are very like not even like poor quality, but like a poor representation because some of the ads, like yeah, and that does not be, like yeah, that that will not serve well with the ones making the ads, or if you like uh, so in the ad different game that what player like ends up downloading. Uh, it will not stick, or the ad like uh, you don't want that those kind of users to install the game who mm. are like uh, misleaded in any way. It doesn't serve anyone. It doesn't serve the player. It doesn't serve uh, the people who are making the game. Uh, and it's yeah, the game. <laughs> it's uh, it's not good for anyone. <laughs> like I guess one thing in particular, and I'm bringing it up because it's more of like a popular, I guess you could say, yeah. ad campaign is, uh, you're familiar with the Mafia City. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> like how, how their ads have become memefied and immortalized yeah. by the internet. But yeah. <laughs> something with them is that like, that's, just like that's... watching their ads, like mm-hmm. the, the ads are not represented are not the representation of the game at all. No, completely like, not. not at all. Like, cause like the game is like a, like a top down, like grind type of thing, but like yeah. they advertise it as like some GTA looking thing, but yet, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's been different uh, team of making the game and different team of making the animations or the right. advertisement for sure. <laughs> and, and, but like, it still seems like even like with this quasi false advertising, they're mm-hmm. kind of like making a killing probably just mainly because they've got this internet following now. Yeah, that, that's the fun thing. Like, uh, on the premise, uh, it's not good to have, like, the ad that guides uh, wrong kind of users for you, but because mm-hmm. they got the attention of PewDiePie of a lot of uh, these uh, meme makers, and as you said, it became a pheno- phenomenon in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, for, for example, I didn't see the ads on my phone at any point. Like, they weren't, like... Uh, like I watched a lot of ads on mobile and uh, on on YouTube, but I never saw the ad until I saw first. Uh, I, I think it was PewDiePie first who I saw making the yeah. video about it, and uh, then someone else, and then making parody of it, and then the memes, and uh, so in that sense, because they kind of got this uh, <laughs> wind of internet fame, I have to say that it was uh, genius marketing, mm-hmm. but it will not like last you forever or, or if someone tries to like do that again it, it comes uh it it's look it will look like a hoax or people are not it's not gonna catch the same kind of wind 
So I'm yeah. not that worried of seeing like uh, crazy random, ad, or hmm. I don't know. I also like the aspect of crazy random ads sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like like for example, when I watch ads, I actually watch ads for entertainment. I, I'm that kind of a crazy really? person. Yeah, I uh, like on my YouTube channel. I follow this guy who uh, records all the ads that they show in Japan every month, <laughs> and then they publish that uh, to a YouTube video, and I watch them, and they are amazingly entertaining and really interesting to me <laughs> and they are something that they they trade tribe with the random factor as well like a lot mm. of the times in the japanese ads i think like, that's a, also kind of guessing game that you mm. need to figure out like what's the thing that they're gonna like advertisement in the end and uh, i i learned that, uh, that most times when you don't know what it's gonna be you gotta go for cup noodles like it's gonna be a one one of those cup noodle brands or J- uh, japan has this one cup noodle brand yeah. that the brand ad idea is that it's just uh seemingly quite random at least in my eyes <laughs> but, but because they made so many of them like uh i i watched them like every month there are multiple ran different kind of random ads i don't know if there's one company or how they do they actually like but give money to different kind of companies because they vary also in style and uh and yeah, they advertise cup noodle. <laughs> I feel like Japan just likes to switch it up every single time they do something. <laughs> uh, like that, once they do it once, like it gets old and they want to do something new and like even crazier. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, well, well, a good thing is that uh, like being crazy, it's not a scale or you can't like it's not mm-hmm. about being crazier. It's about being different. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And uh yeah, and I I think there are like uh, unlimited ways of being different. In if you are talking about ads, uh, like like the Japanese, as I as I said, they could vary in style. Uh, like, uh, was it animation? Was it uh, shot with people? Did they use special effects? Was it like uh, set up as a drama, or was it like yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't um, think it's yeah. <laughs> but um, just moving gears back a little bit. So yeah. with these um. So yeah, you know, like with the mafia cities, the voodoo's or whatever, what have you, these mm-hmm. like ad campaigns seem to leave a bad taste in people's mouths. And I'm mainly yeah. judging that from Facebook comments. I'm going to clarify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> you good. See I pop up Facebook and people are like, they're they're not happy with them. And I feel like that leaves a bad taste in people's mouths for other creators who are also in the mobile game making game you <laughs> make it okay well uh if i like as you said like you have data of facebook uh, messages as you have seen i would love to see the data of uh, downloads in the game and also the quality of downloads because that's like uh, what the game makers gonna watch yes uh like if if those look good then like uh it was good for them and for the majority of people it probably mm-hmm. was a pleasant experience and me i'm i'm not i'm not seeing or yeah, as you said, like uh, then there are they, they, people who had bad taste are probably not seen in that graph because they definitely, if they already hated the ad, they don't want to like download the game. Right. Uh, and I, I haven't downloaded the game myself either, but I still enjoy the ads, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or the like, yeah, I, I li- like when things are. I like when go, things go different. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's what. Uh, and sure, oh, yeah. So have what, you what was like, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I totally ask again. No, no, no. I I wasn't sure what was my point anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, as a mobile developer, have you mm-hmm. 
notice like any of these like trends kind of coming back affecting like what you do mm. like, are, like, do you think there are people that out there that kind of just dismiss mobile games entirely because of all like this or and if there are do you have yeah that, that's you want to say to them to kind of like oh that's happening definitely yeah uh <laughs> there's uh yeah there's a lot of um, phenomenons of like what kind of games are coming out on mobile that are is definitely shifting the focus of uh, some of the player audience or things that I, or, or not just hmm, different kind of player audience away from the mobile games, mm-hmm. which are, which is a shame because I think mobile is one of the greatest like gaming platforms out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's why I work on it. Like it's the most social platform where you are always almost always certain that everybody has a mobile phone and you can make uh, use of that kind of an, uh, social thing or you can do something that uh, becomes a multiplayer experience fast with anyone else in the world. And uh, that's something that is not available on. Like, every, there's no chance, like, no, not everyone owns a PlayStation. Not everyone owns a PC anymore. That's something that I uh, come to learn as well. Like, uh, I really want to, yeah. uh, like, I enjoy playing games uh, with my uh uh are they nephews they are my sister's children it's nephew mm-hmm. right word yeah uh, with my nephews and uh the games that we started playing when they started like learning uh, were first these board games and the, these are the games that we play nowadays um most of the time as well uh but they uh they are already a generation where um, they like uh, w- when I was growing up, uh, it was really normal, or I expected everyone to get their own personal personal computer uh, mm-hmm. when they got to a first grade. Yeah. Uh, but that that didn't happen uh, with my nephews, and I was kind of like uh, surprised for it. Uh, and it turns out like uh, that's something that they don't even feel that much need, also because they have uh, they actually have a console. I ended up buying them PlayStation some yeah. years back. Um, but they they also they they already like do a lot of stuff stuff with the mobile phone, and that's a gaming platform. So they actually find a really good game. So I enjoyed playing uh, Battlelands. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I couldn't ever like uh, when the uh, battle royale like uh, meta game came out or the Fortnite and those games, mm-hmm. uh, I was kind of sad because I have myself dropped out of uh, being able to play uh, like first person shooter games or they, it's a really mm, hard premise for me to like uh, step into yeah uh, but i knew that i would love like uh, the uh, battle royale meta like the, the how the game flows mm-hmm. so i was really excited when uh, first like a uh, mobile game company that decided to make uh, like mobile like uh, mobile game version of like the good things or, or the things that i really wanted to also to experience but without like uh, the need of uh, getting on the first person uh, control mechanics with the pc uh, with Battleland, it's a Fortnite game, but instead of it being uh, like a first-person shooter, it's from the top down and it's completely different mechanic. But oh uh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Those mm. are top downs are fun ones for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sad that people, uh, most of them, see mobile as a platform that is not for games or like uh, that doesn't or that that wouldn't. Uh, give something to wait upon or like that or, or isn't something else than just those uh mastery and idle games I, yeah. I think those are the genres that i've seen most like clones coming out mm. oh yeah clones oh my gosh mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah 
I was actually working on a um, on an opinion piece one time for my website, and I've since yep. kind of like abandoned it just because like I haven't really had much time to do it, mm. and. I'm kind of like it, it was kind of like more of like an in-depth thing of picking apart like what the issues I find in the mobile game scene are. Mm-hmm. And one of them was absolutely clones. <laughs> I think in my phone at the time when I was doing like my I guess you could say research, yeah, I had about I want to say seven different brick breaker games. Yep. All of them artistically similar. <laughs> one of them was actually and I learned that one of them or two of them were actually made by the exact same developer. Okay. Yeah. One of them was just, one of them was just a neon art style. The level design was all the same and I couldn't even believe it. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a approach to game development uh, that, <laughs> that I don't think is really that fruitful. Mm-hmm. I like you, you can see, of course, uh, when there's a company that's um, kind of doing it completely as a business. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of forget that uh, games, it's an, um, it's an entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, and what, uh, because you, like, uh, you can also, like, uh, I think people get misguided also uh, with data in a sense that they see, like, these are, mm, well, we, uh, mm, but it's also in true, like, in the mastery games, there is a so big audience. That uh, it's okay also to be same kind of games, or a lot of the mastery audience actually is looking for like uh, almost the same experience with just something different. So <laughs> I, I I don't want to because because I don't want to like put the games down just because uh, they are not games for me. But I know yeah. that uh, yeah. I mean, I just think it's like unfortunate that like you have like these things like clones and all that stuff because mm-hmm. I mean there are a lot of good mobile games out there like i'm not naturally like opposed to them um yeah i have seen some of the things that rub me the wrong way but they haven't entirely turned me off because like i know that there are people out there that actually make good products mm. but unfortunately i don't think that everybody looks at it from that lens yeah like some people Ooh. probably look at it from like a generalizing point of view yeah but the good thing is that uh, i i can tell you that there's the cloning companies that are out there they are not that profitable or i think they are going to die out or the practice of just making clone after clone after clone is uh, something that is not going to last uh in the like uh and and mobile industry is really like a young industry as well people mm-hmm. people forget that about it as well but yeah i, I think the practice of it uh is going to like uh, or, or i've seen that whenever you go for the innovation and when you got the innovation right or get lucky as some people see it uh that's is something that uh you get in many ways rewarded or that's what people will uh navigate or yeah gravitate towards in the end mm-hmm. and I, I think also the big guys are kind of uh helping with this or when uh, i do most of my game downloads from the apple features and uh apple is the main like feature page for me and yeah. i've seen them uh present me a lot of uh games that are not o- always or, or not just clones of something or i, I feel uh, really pleased uh, what i see when i open my like uh, app store feed yeah and uh, i gotta thank also you guys because i d- ended up downloading <laughs> i think this is gonna be my f- week favorite game uh <laughs> I-, I don't know who wrote it but uh i found it uh, like when i searched for the uh 
for the stuff that you you've been doing oh was it on our uh, list of uh mobile games yeah yeah the mobile <laughs> games that you should should play instead of mafia wars that was it <laughs> and the uh, dream quest was the game and i i like uh <laughs> because there was the small like a little burst of laughter when i saw like uh yeah, of that game because it looks horrible in my eye like mm. <laughs> <laughs> like how 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 could this be like uh, like that's what <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so, so i felt like okay like there's could be then some other reason why like you are recommending this game and i ended up downloading and it was a really uh a nice experience of uh roguelike <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'm gonna like keep on like this uh, i already noticed that there's gonna be a lot of exploring to do in there uh mm -hmm. And there's a like layer of challenge that I I wanna like discover and see like uh, I, yeah I, I think it was really good uh, <laughs> also that kind of mobile game experience that uh, I wish I had played so yeah thanks for that <laughs> yeah of course and you know we do our best <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah and like um that's so funny I, I that's really funny actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um. With like all of this going on, like with these mobile games, it's actually very interesting to see that now with you've mentioned mobile games being a very young source of, I guess, entertainment. Yeah. But they currently drive like half of gaming revenue in total. Yeah. That's just yeah. because most of the, uh, as I said, not many people like compare, not many people own uh, PlayStation uh, than they own, but than uh, the people who own phone uh, no, a mobile phone i mean and uh, or, or same actually you can do that with any device uh everyone owns more there are more people own mobile device than they own pc or than they own consoles or than they i want to say cars yeah mm -hmm. most definitely cars <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. also with that uh 50 that, thing yeah 90 percent of that 50 percent does come from ad revenue which i found interesting In uh, where did you find this data I'm looking at uh, newzoo.com. Uh, can you also link me that? I, I would be interested yes. to see because that sounds really high. Now, and I, I'm looking I, currently at the page that has the 50%. And I do remember while I was putting my article together before that there was one that said that it was 90%, which I do need to find again. And I can link you to that as soon as I do. Let's okay. See. This is a uh, this looks nice article. There's look there's a big read on this. I do you mind if I just uh, read this a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, nice. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see. So from the market, fifty percent mobile games. I wonder if those. Uh, Values match the owner amount of like how many people own. I know it's mostly in um, terms of like revenue of just like sales, in yeah, general, and ad sales as well. Yeah. Now with that, I was wondering what your opinion. Uh, was. The, no, 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 not yet. I, I still want to find the second craft that you mentioned. Oh, like, okay. From um, the, uh, I haven't scrolled that down. If it comes. I would, uh, yeah, and I, I would like to see the ad uh, source as well because the, yeah, that so doesn't, that I, doesn't sound completely right to me. Like mm -hmm. the ninety percent of the 
revenue you would would come now, from there. Just for the sake of keeping like the conversation going, I could not find that one at this moment. Okay. Um, I will continue to look for it though. I will have okay. free time later, so I can do a little more digging just to see if I can pull it up again. Yeah, but one but, thing that I can agree on that I like, I, I yeah, are we back? Oh, I was gonna say. In the meantime, here is something. Oh, from okay. Forbes that I found. Uh, apparently that uh, mobile advertising is driving 75% of all digital ad spending in 2018. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that makes so there's, sense. There's something for the meantime, like that, I mean, and I honestly buy that mobile advertising is mm. that high because yeah. of like, you know, people not watching as much TV and all that. Yeah. And in mobile ads, uh, I guess it's uh, it's easier to do targeting as well. Mm -hmm. Or for I don't sure. know. Like uh, it depends in comparison, but they they are they are uh, slowly and slowly focusing more on like knowing knowing uh, their audience and uh, like finding ways to like um, make the tools also to guide the ads from the developers to the like people who are the audience that actually want to see them. Yeah, um, and and yeah, uh, e even though you didn't find the ninety percent. Uh, <laughs> thing. I, I believe or one thing that I, I completely agree on that is uh, mobile uh, ads uh, in games or mobile games is definitely uh, like uh, in many companies the only way of like keeping the um, game, game making profitable or the only thing that they are like making money off mm -hmm. so yeah ads can, can work and so, in the same way like that's pretty normal in YouTube nowadays as well like the YouTube is, uh, people make uh, their income from making mm. YouTube videos, and they are. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they also sell merchandise, but most of the income on most of the creators, I think, comes from the Patreon or or the YouTube ads. So with um, what I just showed you with the seventy percent, um, yeah. Would now would you personally do you prefer games that are free with advertisements, or would you rather play a game that you pay for upfront? <laughs> Uh, I would like to play a game that doesn't, uh, or if the game forces me to watch uh, watch ad, I am gonna get a little annoyed. Mm -hmm. If the watching ad is behind, uh, like my own decision, uh, that's that's I like uh, enjoy more. Yeah, like that's a <laughs> better model for me, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, or yeah, as I said, if if the game just shows me ad. Just, just does it. Even even though YouTube does it for me, I don't get that annoyed in YouTube. But if a game does it for me, I like uh, that's a bad practice for me. I don't like yeah. it. It doesn't feel good. And yeah, usually the games that do it, I don't end up playing that further. Or, yeah. Now, um, actually, with that, so I, like in, in general, I, I have nothing against ads. Um, oh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah, and agree, uh, yeah. yeah, and as a player, I enjoy more, of course. Uh, uh, balance experiences or something that doesn't make me feel if it's uh, something that I can compete with other people mm. um, that I can uh, easily get to the same level or it's not just uh, like a number run or something that who has yeah <laughs> yeah I noticed like like I have nothing there's nothing wrong with advertising inherently it's just yeah. that when it like becomes so much you know like actually speaking of there's something I just remembered when I was playing uh Yahtzee last night. I got an advertisement for a game and when I went to exit out of it, it was a fake exit button. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, that's uh so like when you that's hit the ad, good. instead of like taking out of the ad, it takes you to the store page to get the game. Mm-hmm. And that uh, blew my mind. <laughs> I think they like uh they at some point Mm, that was the thing that could get your game banned from the game market. Mm-hmm. But I guess, uh, do you play your games on iOS or Android? I'm on Android, and I thought Google had a bit of a more strict rule set than I guess they do. No, like, uh, yeah, the rule, rule set is strict, uh, but they have no way, uh, like, the resources to, like, check every game for these kind of things. So, but that's something that I I think you should report about the game or game being offensive and mention this as a reason of the report because that's uh I think practice that should be weeded out. Yeah, because when you like if, if, and if they uh, want to enforce this from the Google side, they should like uh, after that send like their developers message or they are doing this already. Like when uh, when some standards change. Uh, in the in the app market in the Google Play, they mm-hmm. they always like re- beforehand uh, send messages to all the games that uh, might be influenced by this to the developer to like uh, update the things about them. Yeah. Now I actually just remembered. I don't know if I sourced it or not, but I did actually write an academic paper on this last semester, mm-hmm. which I think in that paper I sourced that ninety percent number I referenced earlier. All right. So let me just pull that up yep. real quick. If hopefully it's in there. Yep. Yeah, I wrote this paper right. on uh, how there are like in basically with the conversation we're having right now. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me just find it. Where did you link it? I am going to grab it right now. It's just my. Uh, it's loading very slowly. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I think okay. It was this one was not. Through Nuzu, it was actually through uh, Statista. Statista? That, okay. Uh, it's like statistic, but it's got an A instead of an IC. Yeah. Did, did you send it to me in private message or direct message by your account? I Discord? am sending it your way right. Okay, I'm I'm not seeing anything there yet. Go. Yes, now I got it. Nice. Good old copy paste link. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Distribution of free and paid Android apps in Google Play Store. Now this is yes, this is just Google Play, and it doesn't account for. Uh, yeah, Apple. that that makes complete sense. Yeah, because uh, that's also how the players behave in different markets, or so it's shown in every. Um, uh, comparison ad that you have in the players or in the games that have like made the game launch on Android and also on iOS so much so that uh, a lot of the game developers have actually ended up making a lot of different versions of the game on different platforms just because how uh, players behave mm-hmm. uh, like I'm going to use an example uh, Badland uh, Badland uh, is paid on iOS but it's free to play or or you can download it for free on Android and that just because Android uh, or people in Google Play just don't pay up front uh, from their ads or they, uh, from their games. Like, they prefer free-to-play games. Or they expect games to be free. <laughs> no, I actually didn't and, and know I, that I, about I, uh, Badland. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and that's uh, 
and uh, Badland when they when it came out, uh, when was it? Well, earlier, <laughs> way earlier, like two thousand, uh, was it when twelve or thirteen or fourteen? God damn it, I don't remember. But uh, <laughs> early two thousand and ten, and uh, I don't know if the user behavior has changed from times like that because that's also something that definitely can happen. Like users, uh, or there's. Um, like players grow as a group yeah so, uh, so it, like it might not yeah came out in 20 but, but, yes See, seeing from the craft that you showed me like uh android or or the free trade distribution being 90 90 from the ads it's, it shows that uh yeah okay I, I think it's still a lot the same like android users just they are willing to, not to pay upfront from the games and they usually don't buy from the like, yeah, uh, I, I think yeah. Well, with that being said, though, I think mm. as much as I love my Android, I think I do have more of, I guess, an Apple mindset when it comes to games, because I yeah. feel like I would rather pay for one up front. Yeah. I mean, like, I would be cool with like a free one with ads if it was like a, I guess, like a trial or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But then, like, if I like it, then I'd want to buy it. Yeah. Just, you know, mainly just to get away from all the friggin' ads. <laughs> yeah. I, I've talked with uh, some developers who have made uh, that that kind of game where they uh, tried making kind of the trial version, mm-hmm. but uh, I think the data still showed that that wasn't like uh, that profitable. It it didn't uh, end up making more like users to buy the game that way. At least on mobile, or when they tried to like address this uh, Android problem or yeah. like difference in audience. Gotcha. Well, it's hmm. interesting. I don't know. Maybe I should have a different mindset. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess like with all this talk of like advertising and mobile stuff, I was wondering, I guess, what your personal strategy is. Uh, I, I still uh, I want to go back a little bit about uh, another one. Uh, yes. The other one before. Mm. Also, it's not uh, many, many times uh, with people who use Android devices, uh, their customer behavior might not be their decision. Like for Android, it's it's, uh, it's their not it's 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 the phone that most people buy uh, to the youngest uh, members in in their family usually. Mm-hmm. Or you don't get iPhone that young. I I think it's something that uh, because you want to buy something cheap, and Android phones in general are more cheaper. So they are people. It's uh, like in some way your younger audience that doesn't have that capability to like use money in games, for example. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, like people living in the like uh, poorer country where they like uh, they just don't wanna <laughs> like that's that's uh, the money is way bigger in different or uh, the value of yeah <laughs> they they don't just wanna use money for that. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, let, let's go next one. Oh, yeah, so I was just curious about, I guess, like your personal strategy for yeah uh, putting a mobile game out there. Like, how do you do it? Do you do it free? Do you do it paid? Um, I guess, like, with your upcoming project, I guess, what are your yeah. plans, if that's something you want to talk about? Yeah, definitely. And this is something that we talk a lot about uh, in Office as well. Uh, like, like, we are four people group, so it's easy to, like, uh, do talking with everyone because it's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> you just take your headphones off and <laughs> ask everyone to do the same. Uh, but w- when we started working on Spellslingers, uh, we felt like this game might not need ads and we could still uh, offer it for free. Like, we want to make the game uh, free to play in a sense that uh, you can just download the game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and uh, also uh, paired like there's a balance of like there's free to play and then the I, I call it fair to play like yeah. if the, the elements in the game like uh, uh, how much it requires you to like if there's experiences in the game that you can't get without paying and w- mm. what's the balance in that like uh, and in, in in our game we like at first we knew that okay we don't probably uh, need to go ads because we can do the uh, like league of Leg- legends way yeah which was basically to sell uh some like it, make a good game experience that people like enjoy staying in and then giving them uh, elements of customization uh like in Le- league of legends this with the skins and it worked perfectly for them because mm-hmm. they like uh yeah like the game itself doesn't like there, there's a small uh, level progress in league of legends as well but that's uh like once you're done with that the game is like uh e- even playing field for everyone there's no like uh, level so, like, progression that can make yeah. like I play this game then yes the only level progression that comes is your skill of playing which is something that a lot of people look for the game experience so, so what I'm getting is like kind of just like cosmetic transactions is what you're thinking the route is yes or that's gotcha. uh, that, that that was the one monetization that we added in there like uh, okay. customization in a form of collectibles like spell slingers uh, you have this uh, group of minions that you mm-hmm. basically control uh, and that is something like you can get more in the game and then they, and they come uh, like uh, through the progression you don't need to like uh, put money on it you can just play the game and you get them for free in a time uh, and but the game offers you like some uh, opportunities so it's not always available but sometimes you can purchase some uh, some skins of the game Oh, I, I don't know how we're gonna do it. Maybe we do it in sales, but yeah. <laughs> but but player has the option to like uh, put the money in game to get uh, the one thing that they want the customization uh, mm-hmm. before they would get it by just playing the game. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, but th- then we have added also uh, there's a small uh, collectible element also in the play uh, game elements uh, or the cards of the game, the spell cards. Mm-hmm. A little bit uh, same kind of that have has in Hearthstone or uh, in Clash Royale games on mobile. Yes. So it's a deck building game, but you don't have all the cards yet. They come to you in in a progression of the game. So how is Spell Slingers coming along? Like when do you uh, expect? Uh, I guess like when do you expect like a release? <laughs> well, right now we are in a private beta, and okay. uh, we have shared the game uh, mostly with our friends. Uh, and people in our like development communities uh, sent the links to a few of those uh, developer forums, mm-hmm. and and it's uh, like I think we have invited two hundred people at this point play the game. Okay, and uh, it's been fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, before, we like uh, we first uh, when we saw this spell sling, I think it was six months only, like us playing the game. As we made the game, yeah, and you kind of like uh, start to get bored. So you like, uh, I was surprised like uh, how good it felt, mm. uh, not to just add people to the team, but just uh, to get someone else to play the game. Yeah, it kind of took the pressure off you. Uh, and we started like before we went to private beta and shared the game to people on their own device. We actually started this practice of calling uh, 
someone in our office every Monday to play the game. Someone also, someone, sometimes it was two people. And then we just gave them a game and watched them play. And usually they were just our friends who we just wanted to see, <laughs> like I hadn't seen in a while. And like it was a good reason to call them, come mm-hmm. by. And uh, I, once we like uh, were like good on how like our friends like for the game or kind of knew like what was going on and stuff like that then we felt like more secure that okay now we can maybe share this with uh, our colleagues or we mm-hmm. uh like as i said development communities like those are the communities where we are active it felt like that's where we can like uh get more people to like uh, give us what we need to make this a uh, good experience and show us yeah <laughs> show us the way in a sense <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I watched and, uh, the uh, trailer and, for it. it. It looks like a it looks like a good project for sure. Cool. And, and uh, it gives me yeah. it gives me like a almost I guess a, I don't want to like draw comparisons per se, but it does give me like a I guess you could say like a PvP Angry Birds vibe. <laughs> oh, that's I'm, I'm so glad to hear that because uh, in my mind, uh, like the game is uh, like combination of uh, Worms, Angry Birds, and Hearthstone. Mm. Or those are the like. Uh, core elements or you can find a lot of elements that are uh, inspired by by those games like yeah. of course you can like if, if you uh, played worms uh, at any point like for me the, that's the, like the main source of inspiration in a sense so something that i feel like uh, i'm doing a tribute was like when i was uh, young playing worms armageddon with my pc uh, and I, that was the best like uh, worms game experience that i ever had Mm-hmm. And I played tons of Worms games. Like every game that came after that, I downloaded and played it. But it just, uh, they, they did some innovation as well. They were like Worms 3D at some point. <laughs> but uh, it, it didn't feel good at all. And when they came to mobile, uh, it wasn't like Worms mobile game. It's a, it's a like PC emulation of that mm, yeah. game. It's, it doesn't, and uh, it, oh, I don't want to just like, uh, because there's, it's a genre of games. Worms is just uh, one brand out there. But there were a lot of uh, different kinds of uh, turn-based uh, uh, sh- shooting games as, uh, going out there, and they also felt like uh, they were falling short for me. Yeah. So I really wanted to make that experience natively on mobile, and that's why, like, I've been <laughs> that that was like a core drive for me. <laughs> this project <laughs> has been. And uh, how we've been approaching it, it's been the Angry Birds style. Like, uh, I think Angry Birds has the best uh, native mobile controller. It really shows like why mobile uh, or what's the best kind of uh, control mechanic on mobile that is not uh, available on many of the other platforms. And yeah. that is the slinging. It feels good and it's uh, really like, uh, it, it's a satisfying tool in a sense, the sling mechanic mm-hmm. in the game. And we utilize that a lot or everything in the game is sling activated. That was a kind of like nice uh, sort of limitation, also and as, as a design perspective. Like we decided, like whatever we, we uh, do in this game, it's gonna be like only utilized through the sling sling action. Like there's yeah. the of course the fireball spells, but then there's uh, like also utility, like the jumping. It's the same kind of sling action that you do, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I noticed like some of the abilities kind of reminded me of one. Like the there was like one that you could like shoot twice, and it kind of reminded me of like the. I forget, mm. there's like the one bird that's kind of like a homing one, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. there's going to be like plenty of different weapons or uh, spells in the game. I, I think it's better golden spells because they are, not everything is about even doing yeah. damage. 
And uh, one, one cool addition like to the genre is also that we borrowed uh, the card or how you play cards in Hearthstone. Like you start the game with your deck and you get uh, four cards in your hands and uh, some amount of mana and you need to use that mana to play your cards. And I think that mechanic uh, to this Worms genre uh, gave the possibility to also make combos or combinations with the weapons. Yeah. And that's that was something that kind of like uh, like <laughs> or, or discovering this and then trying it out and play it it feels good and it it got me really excited as a player and as a game designer as well. Yeah. <laughs> so with um, spell slingers being developed and made, um, I guess I just want to give an opportunity for you to address the naysayers we talked about today. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, I guess this is your opportunity to, I guess, make your pitch, make them kind of like come to your side for those that are listening that might still not be on the mobile game side. Ah, okay. That's a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think my pitch would be like to try to stay open and uh, realize that they are, there are different... Uh, groups of game developers on mobile or it's not uh, just those kind of people that you despise or people who uh, who you think have uh, the practice of just cloning stuff like there are there's so much more still also like what you can do on mobile side I think the <laughs> the whole mobile gaming industry is uh, it's so young that it hasn't have time to still realize the full potential um, that it has as this device that is like carried ar- carried around through everyone in the world. Uh, <laughs> and, and as I said, like uh, you, you can have cool like mechanics also done with that just on the screen itself, which is something that uh, can be built on those different platforms. And uh, and if you like. Like AAA games, then definitely I think console and PC have a bigger uh, or, or better uh, variation of games that you can play, but they're gonna cost you. <laughs> <laughs> in mobile, they yeah, in mobile they are just limited by manufacturers because yeah, it's also it's you, you are not able to run Skyrim in your mobile phone yet. Mm. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> Yeah, wait for that port. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <don't know. laughs> well, with that said, I mean, I'd like to thank you for coming on. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Mika, he is developing Spell Slingers. It will be coming out soon, I think, with your ETA window. Yeah, I'm not going to give any like time estimations. All right, have, yeah, <laughs> game developers always mess them up. Whatever I would say, just like... Uh, be wrong uh, only thing i can say is like because uh like, like in game development when you are doing like the testing phase every mm-hmm. time we get a new set of people uh trying the game we find out something new that we kind of want to work on or uh improve or maybe add to the game and it always like sifts the development time or you don't know like when when it's gonna be like yeah. fully released and uh, as it's been showing or i feel like what we are doing right now is like just going step by step like uh, I, I can, uh, 
yeah, like I, I know that the next step is to like invite more people to the game and we've been calling it to going open beta. Like private beta has been now that we have shared it only in like really close communities and uh, you need to like uh, sign up or, or go to the sign up page and then I like invite people from the sign up page so they can't like uh, download the game themselves before mm-hmm. they have like uh, gone through this extra step. Uh, and we kind of think that we might be ready to go open beta pretty soon. So basically leave the game, uh, leave the instant link to more gamer place communities and somewhere where anyone can just go and uh, download the game without like going through the side process. Mm-hmm. Well, for those of you listening that have kind of an itch for this game now, now you know it's coming <laughs> out soon for open beta. So yeah, you can give I'm, I'm going to leave you. Yeah, I'm gonna... <laughs> like if there's someone who wants to wants to give it a go because yeah you can already like join the private beta but mm-hmm. uh, ne- next up is going to be the public beta or the open beta yes i don't know when it's going to be but maybe in april before april i mean that's the only thing i'm going to give you like time estimate but what yes. comes after that like i don't know and and we are not going to go like it's not going to be from open beta to uh, launch or global launch there's going to be mm-hmm. a bunch of soft launches in between like uh, the soft launch is something that you release the game in just uh you release the game in the market but just in some uh geographical area or in just one country or stuff mm-hmm. like that and that's uh that's a good practice also to like uh <laughs> because there's things that we still feel like we want to try out and in general we feel like this is an experience that we want to be living experience okay um <laughs> Yeah, the soft launch is just a good way to ensure that if we have done something horribly wrong, we feel like uh, we didn't like uh, ruin <laughs> everyone's experience of the game. Mm. Like it's it's this kind of safe, safety buffer. All uh, right, cool. Yeah, and as I said, I don't know. Like uh, after the open beta, it's not going to be launched. It's going to be okay. Now I'm just running in a loop. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it, and soft launch, it, it, that's going to be multiple steps as well. Like it might be just Nordics first, after that, uh, maybe some other European country and then mm-hmm. global. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Well, you yeah. all heard the tentative game plan here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, with that said, I want to thank everyone for listening today. If you like the show, you can check out more indie game content at IndieRanger.com. This has been Indie Fever, where our love for indie games is too hot to handle. We'll see you next time.